really cool. They did a really good job of decoration decorating. Am I am I boring you? No, no. That's a really big yawn. Sorry. Hey everyone, it's Jason and Katie, and this is the Funk Travels Podcast. Together we move from America to Turkey to pursue our dream of international living. And now we're figuring out how to live the expat life. Join us in sharing in our experiences, the ups and downs, and travels along the way. Great job. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes, this is the first podcast that we're recording and releasing on in 2018. That's right. And it has been almost two years of podcasting. Yeah, this is our third year. Going into our third year. Yeah, because we started in 2016. So That's right. It's been, uh, what is this now? This is almost one week into January. And so we're 152nd of the year way done with this year. How's it been? How's it been so far? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like... Um, it still kind of feels like that time between Christmas and New Year where you don't know what day it is. Because um, I feel like we got back from Germany on the 29th and then like, and then we were kind of getting stuff settled back here and then we had New Year's and then all of a sudden it's like January 6th and you're like, what happened to all of my goals and dreams and plans that I was planning on doing? So yeah. I was not ready to get back into a schedule. And so you this, didn't. <laughs> I did not this last week. So that's probably why it still feels more like a holiday. Yeah. Well, I also feel very, very behind. Like I should have been prepared to come back and like get into a schedule and I was not prepared to get back and get into a schedule. So I didn't even do my grammar lessons this last week, which was a big problem. So at least I feel guilty about not doing them. Yeah. No need Um, to feel guilty about that. You say that about everything that I do though. And I feel like, no, I, there should be some guilt at some point in time (laughs) for not doing those things. I mean, guilt implies that you did something wrong, but you haven't done anything wrong. Actually, guilt is when you deserve punishment, and you definitely don't deserve punishment for for canceling your grammar lessons, so you're not guilty. Okay. Mm, I still don't know if that, like, settles how I feel about it. Right. You might feel guilty, but you're not guilty. Yeah. So it also, like, why is that – I was trying to think why do I feel that way as well, but I think it's because I thought that when we were in Germany, I would get – other things done that I wanted to get done and it just didn't happen. Right. Um, So. Which we'll talk about why, partly why that is. And I was also going to mention, like I kind of had thought about doing and releasing an episode on Christmas, um, just like a, just a short something, something, but for the same reasons that wasn't going to work out either. So. Yeah. And we had also planned on like sending out a newsletter as well and it didn't happen for those same reasons. <laughs> so <laughs> which we'll get uh, into. There's like one reason that like a lot of things just didn't get happen. Didn't happen. Yeah. So. so before before we get into that, let's just kind of say, um, if I think we we did talk about it in the previous episode, but for Christmas we left Turkey and went to Germany, and we left on. Um, what day was it? The 16th or something? So 15th. 15th. So like a week, 10 days before Christmas. And we stayed there for two weeks until the 29th. And then on the 29th, returned back to Izmir and celebrated New Year's Eve here. Mm-hmm. And kind of, so we've been, we've been back here for... Like a week. Yeah, just over a week. Yeah, that's right. Just over a week. Yeah, we actually went to the same place in Germany that we went to last year. We housed that for my cousin and um yeah it was it was kind of fun to go back to the same place because there's some restaurants that we liked we kind of know where to shop where to get a few things and yeah um so it made it kind of nice to return to the same place yeah and so we stayed at uh, one of your cousin's houses and cats it or whatever but they have neighbors and the neighbors remembered us and were excited to see us and we actually had uh, new year's eve Christmas I guess Eve, it wasn't right? dinner, but it kind of was dinner <laughs> with them. Um, and so they're like old. And so it's kind of this, I mean, it's kind of fun, kind of weird, kind of uncomfortable, but kind of like 
enjoyable. Kind of all all these weird emotions wrapped up in in one light Christmas Eve dinner. <laughs> yeah, it was nice to go back over to their house. So they're a really sweet couple and um they kind of help my cousin with a lot of things that she needs help with. So um which is always a really good thing. We depend on our neighbors sometimes whenever there's things that go wrong or we just don't understand yeah. uh, something in Turkish. They do that there cuz everything's in German. Right. So and they're German and the the neighbor lady's brother speaks really good English. Um uh, he does what does he do? Like interior design or something? Something like that. And he has Yeah, I think at one point in time he did. And he has American clients. And so he actually speaks English really well. Yeah, they helped us out quite a bit. It's kind of funny well, because the house that your cousin lives in was used to be theirs. Like her the neighbor lady's dad, I guess, or grandfather, like owned all of this land and they built her a house and her brother a house. And so your cousin, when their brother sold the house, bought it. And so she's living in their old house or something. And so it's just kind of a – they have a neat relationship, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. So – and it extended to us as um, their guest. So yeah, it was nice. Uh, so part of being in this area um, also meant that we got to enjoy some kind of American – food I yeah because there's a lot of americans in the area because it's right next to a fairly big military base and so they're used to having americans around which is which is helpful for us anyway because you know pretty much everyone at the restaurants and stores will speak some if not good english and so it's pretty easy it's not like we go from one language that we kind of know to german where we don't really know any of it um Though German is just English spoken weird. No, that's not true. That is not true. But most of them speak English as well. So it makes it pretty it easy. It is helpful. When we go to yeah. Pizza Hut or the Mexican restaurant, we can order in English. Yeah, they do have like three Mexican restaurants and they're actually pretty good. So we enjoyed some Mexican food. We had some Chinese food and um, had some sushi as well. And I'm pretty sure like 50% of the population that was at that sushi place was like were Americans. Probably. So. Yeah, because we've talked about it before that the two our two favorite food groups are Mexican and Chinese. And the two foods that you really can't get here are Mexican and Chinese. And so we did make time to eat Mexican and Chinese food when we were in Germany. And it was the Chinese was okay. Um Actually, my Chinese was pretty good. Your Chinese was meh. And, but the Mexican food that we had was esplendid. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's a little bit about Germany. Um, uh, so let's talk about what we alluded to earlier. Why okay. did uh, Why did it not go like we kind of intended? Well, we didn't have this problem last year, but this year, like halfway through, the internet was throttled, like <laughs> to complete, almost like yeah. Shut I off. mean, effectively, it was turned off. <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, it was we just didn't have internet at the house, and so we were fine for a little bit. Um, like we just kind of enjoyed, relaxed, thinking it might come back on, but it didn't. Um, and there's, it just had some issues so <laughs> basically what happened is that there was there was a problem and so it got like turned off right before christmas and then in germany and the way that the christmas worked there was the weekend and then in germany they celebrate two days of christmas and christmas was on a monday and then on a tuesday and so kind of by the time we figured out what was going on and whatnot basically more than half of the time that we were there um the inner was out. And yeah, because technically Christmas, like, kind of started, since it started, Christmas Eve was on a Sunday, like, things closed down, if, if things closed down on Saturday, like, and Friday, like, it kind of was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I, I explained this situation, I mentioned it to my brother, and he, sound, he said it sounded like we were in, like, a, 
a Hallmark movie or a Lifetime movie where it's like <laughs> couple goes to Europe on vacation and finds out the internet doesn't work. So they're forced to discover the true meaning of Christmas, you know, <laughs> something like that. Well, that didn't happen. We just got, we got frustrated. Yeah. It wasn't that we needed, it wasn't that like we couldn't live without the internet. It was that you were working. Right. And you, that was the problem is that yeah. the reason we were able to stay for two weeks in Germany is that you can work from anywhere. And so you were going to be working and then like we were going to travel a little bit and then work and then travel, like kind of switch off. And yeah. um, not being able to work from the house meant that like our travel days, we actually went someplace and decided to stay at a hotel for a night just so that you could work that whole day um, because we just didn't have internet. And um, where we were at in Germany does not have a lot of free Wi-Fi places where you can just go and work. At least yeah. we were not able to find them. And the places that did have free Wi-Fi, like accessible, like the mall, um, either weren't open or it wasn't a good signal. It wasn't like working for – it wasn't like a come and work here type internet right. <laughs> it provider. Just, just to clarify, we didn't – we didn't just go to the hotel for the internet. Like we, we had always talked about doing some day trips and traveling. And so we just kind of bumped one of those to say, okay, let's just do this one. And while we can just go a little early, instead of just like sitting at the house and working, we can just leave early, sit at the hotel and work. And so it all, it all worked out. But I think part of me feels like, you know, it's the internet. You know, 10 years ago, nobody had internet at their house or was it 20 years ago or whatever. But I think part of the problem, the reason it was so difficult is that we were planning on there being internet and then there wasn't internet. And so it's like, it's like if you were going to go on vacation and you get to the place and found out there isn't electricity, like there, there is a way that you can do that and be prepared for it. Because you would bring all the things that you need and, and whatnot. But if you go to a place expecting there to be electricity and then there wasn't electricity, it's going to make your vacation difficult. And so I, I realize that electricity is different than Wi-Fi, but it's all kind of the same. Yeah. Well, and I think it wouldn't have been a problem if we didn't have so much trouble with like your SIM card and getting internet from your SIM card. Because um, we were doing that and it just um, – it just was kind of hard. So Well, it wasn't it, so much difficult as expensive. Just yes. data in, in Europe for like prepaid stuff is just pretty expensive. And so at, at first we were trying to be a little more um, frugal frugal with with what we spent on the data. But then eventually it's just like, oh whatever. Let's just <laughs> let's just pay a little bit more to get some data that we can just use and, and yeah. not have to well, worry for about this it. So for the sake of your work, which was, you know, paying us to be there and, you know, the lifestyle that we have. So, and I did have some like desires to do, like, uh, I wanted to do a photo book. And so I had kind of hoped to be able to do that while we were watching movies or that type of thing. Um, and I didn't get any of those so done. And I think it was because I wasn't going to be here in Izmir, which I kind of like, put those things off anyways. Like I don't make time for them. And so I had said like, oh, when I go there, I'm going to like make time for those. And I just, I didn't do that so well. But I also like, there are things that I could have done without internet that I chose not to. And I think because I had some like tools that I wanted to use, be able to utilize from like websites that I had to do like wrap up stuff, like goal planning for 2018. And like, I didn't, I wanted to like use those to think through some of these things. And I, um, I just didn't have it. And I could have like, it would have been fine if I hadn't have had those things. I just still didn't do it. So part of this has nothing to do with the internet. Most of it has to do with just me not doing the things that I had hoped to do. So, but I did get a lot done on like my cross stitch project. So, <laughs> um, yeah, and we watched several movies, uh, I will say. Well, yeah, luckily you had some Harry Potters on your hard drive, um, and uh, they had some DVDs. I think we watched – did we watch a DVD from them? Maybe not. I think we started uh, one and then stopped it. Yeah. Yeah, so, so we, we yeah, had some. I mean, we may do. It was fine. <laughs> this It's not like – we had a terrible time. Like it was, it was a good time. It was just, a, it threw a kind of a wrench into the way that we were planning on spending it. 
Yeah. And but um the house is a gorgeous house and it was warm and cozy and if there's any way any place that you know we could be in Germany staying this was the place. Like it really was yeah. a good yeah, place. Yeah, we to stay. we love staying there. Yeah. Um and we did do some cooking and my cousin has access to some American food so she had um stocked the fridge for us to make pigs in a blanket and sausage balls, which are always like a traditional thing that my family makes around the holidays. And then Jason was able to make his duck. Mm. So I was also able to make the shrimp bisque. If you're wondering how that went, we decided that shrimp bisque would be on Christmas Eve because Christmas Eve, we generally go to a candlelight service and we did the same. We went to a candlelight service. And so while we were at the candlelight service, our dinner was cooking in the crock pot mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Um, but then, then we came back and we had dinner, like not dinner, but it ended up being like a dinner. She was like, we'll have small food. Um, you can come over for like an hour after the Christmas Eve service and we'll have like some Champagne. appetizers type things, champagne and appetizers. But we ate so much that like we got back to the house and we like didn't even want the bisque. And so we, we still ate it like a <laughs> few bites, but no, like, I think we I didn't even- yeah, well, we didn't even get to eat. Like the reason we had that was for this reason, and it's totally fine. But yeah. yeah, but then on Christmas Day, you actually made a really good duck. Yeah, did you like it? Yeah, you made it the same way that you made the turkey, right? Right. Yeah. So basically, dry brined it and let it sit in the fridge for it was like four days. Yep. This is how it. you wish you could have done the turkey for Thanksgiving. Yeah, had it defrosted faster, had we got it faster. But yeah, yeah it so turned you, out well. I I thought the duck was quite good. It wasn't good enough, I think, to like secure its spot as a Christmas tradition. Um, like the memory of it doesn't live out as like, gotta do this every year. But I thought you were convinced of that from last year. From last year, yeah, I was convinced. And then this year... It was it was quite good, but it wasn't like knock your socks off good. And so there's a potential that it could fall away as a tradition, but we'll have to see. It kind of depends on what we end up doing for Christmas next year. You know, it might not be suitable to cook a duck, but we'll see. It's maybe yeah. the default option now, but it doesn't necessarily have to be true. Maybe Maybe we'll start, maybe I'll try a goose, you know. Who knows? Well, that would be very German of you. Or a peacock. No, I don't think that would be very German. So in Germany, apparently, they eat goose for Christmas or like before Christmas, like leading up to Christmas, they'll all get together and have goose with their family. Goose and then like these potato dumplings and this cranberry sauce, uh, kind of like our Thanksgiving, I guess, yeah. but with goose. And they said this is like the only time of year that they have goose. And um, so, yeah, like I would be interested for you to try a goose. I don't know if I've – I don't know if I've had goose before. Yeah, I don't think I have. So anyways, um, yeah, we – I don't know what next year holds or if that's – if they're going to go to the States or if they're not. But I am really curious to see Christmas in like the Netherlands. That would be – and that's usually – um, they celebrate Christmas on December 5th or 6th. Maybe December 5th is Christmas Eve. December 6th is Christmas Day. That's when Santa comes um, or, you know, Father Christmas or Baba Noel, whatever you want to call Santa. St. Nicholas, he comes. They celebrate it on December 5th and 6th. And then they celebrate Christmas on like the birth of Jesus on December 25th. I think that's right. So and I know there are other countries that start Christmas on the 12th. I mean, they start Christmas on the 25th and they celebrate like the 12 days of Christmas. So it's 12 days of like it, Christmas isn't just one day. It's the 12 days from starting from the 25th ending on like January 6th, which is the day of Epiphany, which I had heard it before and then I forgot about it and then I heard it again. And the day of Epiphany is the day that the three kings came or maybe they just say, this is the day that the, we celebrate the three kings coming to like give Jesus his gifts, that type of thing. 
Um, and I'm, I actually met somebody, I was telling you this earlier, that I met a gal from the Ukraine and they don't actually celebrate Christmas on the 25th. They celebrate Christmas on the day of Epiphany. And I wonder if it's because like that's when the three kings brought gifts to Jesus. And so they're also doing the same. Yeah, that could be. It's an orthodox thing. Yeah. So we spent like Christmas at uh, the house and we spent some days around the house, but we also did some traveling through uh, Germany as well. So we kind of highlight some of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Where to start? Where to start? Where to start? Why don't we start in Stuttgart? So this is when when Katie mentioned earlier about going to a hotel, um, the hotel that we went to was in Stuttgart. And um, I had mentioned to somebody that we were in Stuttgart because he kind of knew about Germany and stuff. And he said that we could go see the ball bearing factory. And that's about it. So he didn't have too high of an impression of Stuttgart. Um, but for us, it was good. I mean, the hotel we stayed at was was nice. We were... A, we were trying to determine whether or not we should just try, try, stay somewhere really cheap or spend a little bit more money and, and stay at kind of a nicer place. Not like luxury, but just like not the cheapest hotel we could find. Um, but it turned out to be a pretty nice place. Um, but the unfortunate thing was that the weather was bad. Uh, it was cold and rainy, which basically, I guess, describes winter in Germany. Yes, I had... Stuttgart is not a small place. Uh, I think there's maybe, gosh, a couple million people there. Um, I read about it on, I've read about it in a couple of different places, but um, it's big enough to have a couple of different markets. And it's also um, a place like expats say that they enjoy living, which I thought was interesting. I didn't know that until I saw it online. And that like, a lot of expats will choose to live in this city. Like it's a very livable city for internationals. Um, yeah. So I had seen someone write about Stuttgart's uh, Christmas market and they had done like, there's a few that are near Stuttgart as well that are pretty popular. And so I knew maybe we could go to Stuttgart, stay the night, and then we could maybe do like a little ring, um, like drive back a different way and do a couple of different markets along the way. And so that's kind of why I, I chose that area. Like it wasn't actually for anything in the city, although I think at one point in time they did want to make the city kind of like the Paris or like Versailles of Germany because that area used to always be between like Germany and France, German, France, German, France, that type of thing. Um, but no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know much more about it besides like the Christmas markets that we went to. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that was kind of the um, the focus of our travels, again, was where there were nice Christmas markets. Because we, we did a Christmas market tour last Christmas as well and really enjoyed it. And so we wanted to experience some of them again. Yeah. So at least in Stuttgart, the Christmas market there is known for having um, some stained glass design work that they they have like one big walkway and the stained glasses are like an arch um maybe six feet tall kind of arch glass that have different designs uh biblical designs painted into it and they light them up and so you can kind of walk down this uh walkway of um stained glass windows and see the artwork, but they also have a display of different type of nativity scenes that people like to go see as well. And so that was, those are kind of the two highlights, um, besides like the big market area that's, um, in the plaza that they have in the downtown area of Stuttgart. Um, yeah. And there is like a really big, um, palace that the markets were by, um, that people like to go visit. Um, most of what we saw was just overtaken by markets, like any open place and the big like pedestrian walkways that lead the kind of popular old downtown areas to each other were all kind of taken over with markets. Um, but those were kind of the main things that we saw whenever we were there. Yeah. So what what are your impression of Christmas markets now? So we've done quite a few of them as as they go between last year and this year. So I mean, what do you what do you think of 
Christmas markets? Yeah, I think like so. I like to go. I like to go to the different Christmas markets because the city always just looks different. The cities look different um, in general. But then whenever you add the Christmas markets in, each Christmas market has their own little differences. Like for example, uh, when we went from Stuttgart to the nearby city of Esslingen. I think that's how you say it, Esslingen, Esslingen. This market had was known for its kind of medieval or middle age market, and so uh, not all not all Christmas markets do this type of thing. And so yeah. when we went to this one, they actually had a whole market area that was medieval themed. So people dressed in medieval clothes. They had uh, carousels and that type of thing. So. I still like Christmas markets. I think that I would like to see more in different countries now. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, I don't, I'm kind of rambling, but I like the Christmas markets. I like that there's wine. I like you can, like, there's just people that you, um, everyone's going to enjoy. So it's kind of a festive atmosphere anyways. Um, and I like that there's just kind of fair food. I call it fair food, but like there's always good food that you can just kind of get little pieces of from different places. So yeah, I still like it. I still like going, um, but I don't like going to the same one over and over. I like to go to new ones all the time. Right. Yeah, I think what, for me, I enjoy going to them. Um, but I don't think I enjoy going to them as much as you do now. The problem, I think, because like you say, you like to go to different ones all the time. To me, they all kind of seem the same. They all sell kind of the same thing. Um, and maybe like different countries have different sorts of things. Um, uh, but I know that kind of at least near the end of our travels, when we were at like the sixth or the seventh different Christmas market, it all kind of blends together about like, what they sell you know yeah well they all have different mugs though babe yes <laughs> that's true you have, you have to get the different christmas mug hmm. yeah the glue vine mugs yeah um and they don't all sell the same wine like one place we went was the only place that i saw the honey mead wine and so i got it from there and then another place um i couldn't not all of them do the same thing. Even though the names are the same, they, they all are kind of slightly different. So mm-hmm. um, you can always find like a new food in different places. Um, and not all of them have the same food either. So um, you can't always um, – all the same like kind of German foods are there. But maybe like the lang- langos – is that how you say it? Langos? The fried bread that you can put uh, – like sour cream and cheese and tomato or garlic sauce on or pulled pork. Um, that we, yes, that we both like that. Um, you just can't find that one at every market, but you can find them at quite a few. So um, I don't necessarily think that's a German thing. I think that's more of, I think we found it in Prague whenever we went there. So anyways, yeah, I still re- really like going to them because I like seeing how they're different. Um, and I like seeing the mugs that they have and yeah, all those things. But I also like seeing the cities at night cause they're all lit up with Christmas lights and, um, just like the general ambiance mm-hmm. as well. So, but yeah, I could tell that you were, um, happy to go with me, but it wasn't like necessary for us to stop at every single one. <laughs> So we went to Stuttgart and um, spent the night there. And then we went to this, um, after that, the town that you had mentioned that had the Renaissance Fair Christmas market. Esslingen. Yeah. And that one was pretty cool um, the, because it was different, I think. It was different than all the other ones that we'd been to. And some of the cool things they had, they had, they had um, like carnival rides for children. They were like made all out of wood, like a pretty small Ferris wheel or spinner thing. But the cool thing was that they were all hand powered, man powered, right? They didn't have electric engines or or anything. It was just people spinning it like they would have done, you know, 200, 500, whatever years ago. And so like those kinds of things were, I thought were really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then from the 
Esslingen. I I wanted to go to one that was north of Stuttgart, and it was called Ludswinberg. <laughs> totally. Am, I'll link it in the show notes, but we didn't make it to it because we decided to do this kind of south loop um, to a southern city that I thought had a Christmas market, but it didn't. It was I think it only has one weekend of Christmas markets, but that route took us through um, from that city, it took us through the Black Forest, the Black uh, which, Forest, which was pretty cool because um, we were going back towards home or like where we were staying through a city called Baden Baden, and um, it took us yeah through the Black Forest. Mm-hmm. And the only reason <laughs> I think that we like the Black Forest is because we used to watch a TV show called Grimm, and. <laughs> In in Grimm, it's kind of about um, what Aesop's fairy fairy tales or whatever. Um, and one of the places that they talk about is the Black Forest in Germany. And so, and I think they go there at one point. And so we drove through the Black Forest. Um, and personally, for me, it was really stressful because we drove through the mountains of the Black Forest, and kind of in the lowlands, it was warmer and there was no snow. But as we drove up and up in the mountains, it got foggy, it got cold, it got snowy, and it's just less than less ideal driving conditions. And so it kind of stressed me out. But I really liked it because of the snow. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I know we talked about the Grim Show, but I was like, oh, this is cool. There's snow here, and you get to drive through like. Yeah, I know it stressed you out, but yeah, but you know it was fine. Yeah, yeah, and we made it to to Baden Baden, and uh, yeah, they had a nice Christmas market too. It was that city seemed, yeah, that that wasn't quite what I expected. It seemed kind of different than than some of the other cities because well, partially we had to walk through part of the city in order to get it because we kind of parked far away from the Christmas market. Um, mm-hmm. But the market was big. It was actually a really big market. Yeah, it, and I actually would go back to this town because the walking area alone and the downtown, like all of it was pedestrian walking streets. Yeah. Um, and it had a mix of like local shops and um, bigger chain stores, like old stores, local stores. Like It was actually I, – I, I like that we saw it at night because the streets were all lit up with decorations and had like tree, tree decorations and – um, stars and there, it was just a really cool. They did a really good job of decoration decorating, uh, but the downtown area was really nice to walk around in as well. Yeah, um, I kind of got the impression that there's a lot more to that city than than we saw. Yeah, and we we were still like on our way home, so we had another hour to go after that. So we stayed for a little while, but we didn't stay a really long time. Um, yeah, but, we got we got our curly fries. Yes, and. I would I would go back to that little city during the day. We yeah. did do that another time where we stopped through a Christmas market at night, um, but we went back another day during the day, and I thought it was worth it. Yeah, yep, definitely. Yeah. So that was Stuttgart. That was one of the kind of little routes we did, and it's actually the only night that we didn't stay um, at our cousin's house, hmm. so my cousin's house. There was one more city. What was that last city we stopped at? The one that didn't have a Christmas market? No, we stopped at one more after Baden Baden. Neustadt. Neustadt. Oh, we did stop there. Maybe that's the one that I was thinking about that we parked a little bit away from. No, the one in Neustadt we like parked in the Christmas market. Oh, yeah, we like parked really close. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. That's the one where we got these... Um, they're kind of like, they're kind of like a marshmallow fluff bomb. That's what I kind of think of. They're like a, a fluffy, sugary white meringue in the middle. It's not really a meringue. It's like a but cream. Yeah, but it's it's like a really light, fluffy marshmallow fluff, and then it's um has like a they just dip it in chocolate, and then sometimes they. Sometimes the inside has like a rum flavor. Sometimes there's white chocolate, dark chocolate, um, milk chocolate, like a mocha flavor on the inside, that type of thing. Yeah. That's where we got those. They were really, really good. So we did stop there for just real briefly. Yeah, that was a quick one. But the weather had cleared up by then, so it was a little nicer. Yeah. But, but yeah, that was a good 
good day trip out. And um, like you had mentioned, there was another city that we went to twice, and that one was Trier. And Trier is the oldest city in Germany. Did you yeah. know that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it, it was really cool. Um, but the first time we stopped there, it was on the way home from Luxembourg. And Luxembourg was a new country that we visited together, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. We <laughs> yeah. only covered – so, well, last time we covered like three new countries together. Like we started in Basel, Switzerland, then we went to France, and then we came into Germany, and then we went to Prague at the end. But this time we only visited one one extra country. So, um, but Luxembourg was like an hour and a half drive from where we were staying. So we actually did it in one day. So we left early in the morning, um, just drove across the border. Like there's no problem driving, um, across borders in Europe. Um, and we had a rental car and the rental car allows for you to cross borders. It's not a problem. Yeah. Some Um, borders, like we, we could go, what is it? West to, to like those countries, but some of the Eastern countries, we weren't allowed to go to. Yes. It was like Austria, Switzerland, France, and like anything west of France, that that direction was yeah. fine. Yeah. But eastward, it was not as – I think there were just Allowable. different rules for it. Right. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, Luxembourg is – I think this is what – I mean, I I say I think. I don't know if other countries are included in this, but um, the smallest country in Europe – I think probably besides the Vatican, because the Vatican is a city, oh, a country, right? Yeah, it is its own country. I have a hard time like allowing that to be like a a fair game to the Luxembourg city. <laughs> okay. So it's still I like everything about it still functions like it's in Italy. It's just not like. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I, don't know. I don't know all the details, but I agree with you. I mean, excluding the Vatican because it seems like a special case. Like Luxembourg is a legit country. Yeah, I feel like the Vatican is, yeah, it's a special thing. Yeah. So um, so anyways, we went to Luxembourg and we could, I think, Jason <laughs> and I had a discussion about this before we got started, and I think it could be its own podcast episode. Um, if you would like it to be, please let us know. Um, but otherwise, we spent the day there. We did a walking tour, uh, but we spent a lot of time walking. That pretty much we parked yeah. the car and we walked for like seven hours. Yeah, it seemed like it for for a really really long time. And Luxembourg, as well, has its own has its own Christmas market. So we can't recommend any restaurants in our podcast episode. So if that's a deterrence to you, then I understand. But we can tell you that. If you go during Christmas market times, then you can get Christmas market food. So, mm-hmm. um, but yes, and I am like still kicking myself for not getting a Christmas market mug from that place. Why did I not do that? Why? Yeah, because it was out of the way. Well, you know what was out of the way is on our way back. Well, it wasn't necessarily on like completely out of our way, but as you all know, I collect. Starbucks mugs and Luxembourg is a new country. So what did that mean? It meant that I had to get my Luxembourg Starbucks mug. Yep. Luxembourg Starbucks mug. So yeah, that was, that was a little questionable. Luckily you figured it out that uh, there was a Starbucks in the Luxembourg airport that was on the, the ground side, which means you can just walk in to the airport. Cause I was kind of worried that it was like, past security and so we wouldn't have been able to do it but it actually was it turns out it was actually quite easy to do because it turned out to be on the way it's a small enough airport that you can just like park right (laughs) right outside of it and go in and so it all worked out actually quite well yes it was starbucks on the land side of the airport yeah so which is not usually the case um, but I did think this is kind of a nice little airport. I should check for tickets as mm-hmm. I was like getting my Starbucks mugs. So. It, was, it did seem like a nice little airport. Yeah. Um, and it's really close to a lot of things, but so that's yep. what we did. We spent, we, that was one of our other day trips is that it was our first day trip actually. Yeah. Um, is we went out that way and then came back and then on the way back home, we took a different route and we stopped by Trier's Christmas market. 
at night. And I could not remember, like we went back during the daytime later and I couldn't even remember where things were because none of the Christmas markets like were up. Yeah, it was kind of funny because the Christmas markets were gone. And so it just seemed very different. Empty. Yeah. And there was one place where like inside of this big square, they have a stairs that like go down below ground and they have some bathrooms down there where I got like yelled at by this lady um, because you had Which to- Which I heard while I was in the bathroom. Yeah, you had to pay- for the bathrooms, um, which I can't remember if I knew or not, but I had to go. So I went, um, and then it turns out I didn't have the right money. I think maybe I had a 50 euro. I don't, I don't remember the details, but I knew you had money and you were also in the bathroom too. And so I was just waiting for you and waiting for you and you were taking forever. And I didn't, <laughs> well, thanks for letting everyone else know out there that I was taking forever. It's, um, and I thought maybe, and I told her, I was just waiting for my wife. I'm just waiting for my wife. And so I was just standing there. And then eventually I was like, well, maybe you actually had already left and just like had walked up the stairs and was just waiting for up there. And so I started walking up the stairs and the lady comes out and yells at me. She's like, you still have to pay. I'm like, I know, I'm just waiting for my wife. Um, anyway. I have never heard you like kind of raise your voice at somebody like this or like get this frustrated with somebody but you were really frustrated with her it was just it was an awkward situation so like from the bathroom i hear this happen and so then i yell at the lady from the bathroom i have the money like he's my husband (laughs) anyway the whole point was after i saw or on the day when we were there during the day i saw the same stairway going down underground and it looked completely different i'm like oh, i think that's where we went to the bathroom that one time but there was no because like it was surrounded by market the first time at night and now it's like in the middle of an empty square during the day so it looked quite different anyway but trier actually was a really nice city yes i would suggest that if anyone's gonna do like a little loop through south um South Germany, they should go through this country. City, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we can actually do like a whole podcast episode on Trier. I would agree about that, yeah. <laughs> There's enough that was appealing to you that we could actually do an episode on it. Yeah, Trier is quite memorable to me. That's what okay. Luxembourg was not as memorable. Um, but I think the problem with Luxembourg is that we were cold, <laughs> it, that day, it snowed. It snowed that day, right? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, it was. It snowed there. I I really like Luxembourg, so I'll talk a little bit more on Luxembourg. You can talk a little bit more on Trier, and like we'll cover those cities in depth. Yeah, in a in a later episode. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's what I think we should do. Okay, that's um, a so reasonable I think, compromise. Like, in the future, yeah, it's it is reasonable. In the future, if we were to be able to go back and stay at the same place. Like we're exhausting some of our like, I mean, there's several places that we haven't visited around that area, but would you do that again? Like, would you want to go back and spend that length of time in that one place? Well, I mean, this is part of our, our differences. Um, because in Katie's mind, we traveled for two days out of those two weeks. In my mind, we traveled for two weeks. We were in a different country for two weeks. And so that's traveling to me. Um, and so we're, we're just kind of different because I'm, I'm, I was content had we not left the town for those two weeks, I would have enjoyed our time there. Because it's different. It's an escape. It's relaxing. It's restful. Um, but... But that's different for you. You like to travel and go and visit and, and whatnot. If you're not like moving in a car or looking at an old church or something, like it's not, it doesn't count as travel for you. Um, and so for me, I would say, yeah, definitely. Let's just go back there because it is a good, relaxing, restful, enjoyable place to stay. Um, but if if the requirements are, like new things to see well we've kind of starting to exhaust the the reasonably new things to see that's within 
uh, easy travel range from there. So if I was if it was just me making all of the decisions of what I wanted to do, I'd say, yeah, let's go. But if I have to take into account like your desires as well, like, you know, <laughs> like a good husband, then um, then I would say uh, we would probably need to do either a shorter time there or start, make the time a little different. Like go travel for a while and then spend or spend a week there and then leave and go somewhere else for a week or, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. We also have different views on how far is too far to travel for like an overnight trip. So because I was very convinced that we should do um, Brussels and Amsterdam, uh, we could have like made a loop and been gone for a couple of nights um, or like a few nights um, or just have done one and stayed out for two nights. Like if we only had two nights, um, but it was like four hours of driving, which when you drive from like, I don't know, Chicago to where we live in Iowa, it's six hours to drive that far. And it doesn't, I mean, it is a long ways. Yeah, we only do it like once a year. Yeah. We had done it, right. But we're only in Germany once a year. So like, why not just take a couple of nights, drive four hours and stay a couple of nights in a new city that we haven't been yeah, to but or it's, a new country because I hadn't been to like, this country. It's more like we went to like Milwaukee and we're staying in Milwaukee and you were saying, let's drive six hours to Chicago. Because because it's only six hours away. I'm saying, but we're in Milwaukee. Let's enjoy Milwaukee. I don't think, I don't know if there's actually anything in Milwaukee to enjoy. Yeah. But well, I was just there making is. We example. went there one time and we went on like a boat tour. Did we? Out in like, no, we didn't. Oh, Sorry, okay. my sister and I did. Um, no, but I was, here's the other thing about that is that we had already been to Germany. Like we had already seen like the city that we were staying in and there's there's just not much more to do. And it, you're right. Like that is kind of a traveling and hanging out there, which we did a lot of. Yeah. And so I was, um, I think like, I just want to see a little bit more. So, right. and being like, go to a different place that we haven't. Yes. Milwaukee is a place we haven't been before. So I would <laughs> definitely want to see Milwaukee and stay there, but we've been here twice now. And so that's what I was saying. Like if we go someplace new, like if we just went to Brussels, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily suggest going someplace else. I would maybe say if you're going to be in Brussels a week, yeah, let's travel outside the city and see another city in Belgium, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Do you? Yes, Do you? I understand, but I don't agree. I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things like you, you're you trying to argue that this is the way that I should feel as well when it's not. It's not the way I feel. I understand that's how you feel, but it's not necessarily how I feel. And so yes. it would, the problem is that I all that is that we just get frustrated about it every time. So, yeah. Yeah. We don't have to, though. You could just you could just relax. And enjoy our time. Yeah. So here's the problem is that you want me to think the way that you're thinking and I just don't. Yeah. Because I just don't. my way is reasonable. <laughs> so if you're wondering how these trips go beforehand or while we're on it, this is a good example. So we're both trying to fight for um, my adventurous side and his relax and just be content where I'm at side. Yeah. And I think I I think this trip had a good balance. Um you might think it was too heavy on the relax. But I think it had a good balance until we didn't have internet. And then I was like, well if we don't have internet, then we should just go ahead and go somewhere else. And when we didn't, I think that's when I got frustrated. Yeah. So but that's just how it is. Like we learn Yeah. And it was kind of, I mean, we were there for two weeks, but I would say probably four or five of those days don't count because they're like Christmas. Those are different for me. Four or five of those days were Christmas? Yeah, yeah, definitely. What days are those? Well, at least Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and the day after Christmas. So that's, that's three. three. And then maybe <laughs> one more is four. And so that's fine. So I should just, I should have just known, okay, four days around Christmas. We don't do anything. Okay. 
I'll know this for next year. Yeah. So here's another thing too that we had decided um, while traveling is I'm always up for a new place in a new city. But Jason did a really good job this time saying, okay, um, if we're going to go over New Year's, we had talked about going to London and we we can talk about like 2018 goals in the future. But um, I was kind of having trouble deciding between countries like what we should spend, what we shouldn't spend. And um, Jason had come up with like a whole week plan in London. Like we're going to stay here. Here's how much the plane tickets are. Here's how much it's going to cost. Like here's the sum total of what it would cost for us to stay in London for a week. And I was really, really impressed and really thankful that you did that. Um, and then something in me was like, no, don't, let's not do this. (laughs) And I felt, I think Jason was like, what? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think you were really surprised. Um, but I think that, I think I thought one, the weather might just not be good and it might be more fun to enjoy the weather another time. But two, it just, I think saving some of the money at the end means that we're going to get to do some other things in 2018, like maybe enjoy London when the weather's nicer is what we'd kind of talked about. Yeah. So, um, and how do you, like now that we didn't do it and now that we spent New Year's here in Izmir, how do you feel about that decision? Oh, I think it was fine. I think either, I mean, either way, it would have been fun to do it. It was good, but it's also good that we didn't. And so- I think it's it's kind of a win-win sort of thing. I mean, that's kind of what the those are good decisions we have. We can either choose to do it and enjoy it or we can choose to do it and enjoy the benefits of not having done it, which is like more time and more money, you know, the opportunity costs of actually doing something or not doing something. So, so I feel fine about it. I think had we done it, we would feel fine about it. So. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so yeah, that that's kind of our Christmas. Um, yeah, overall. Christmas in Germany again. Yep. A few new cities and a few new markets and a few new Christmas mugs added to my collection. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you about to know what you did for Christmas. Uh, we we got some uh, Christmas cards in the mail, which we always love, and some people sent like holiday updates either via email or in the mail. We love hearing those as well. So um, we'd love to hear from you too. Yes. Thank you to those who have sent us Christmas cards. We really, really appreciate it. And if any of you who are listening still have an extra Christmas card you'd like to get rid of, we are happy to have them. So we'll get it it by St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You just have to stick three stamps on it and you need our address. So you can just email us and we can give you our address and then we'd love to add your Christmas card to all the rest of them, which is in our kitchen right now. I've got like maybe five or six on our little chalkboard in there. So it's really, really fun. Like always, you can connect with us on Facebook at Funk Travels and Instagram at Funk Travels and on Twitter at Funk Travels and our website. Right. Right. And everything we talk about will be in the show notes on our website as well. And there'll be a few... um, articles that will be coming out about the Christmas markets. I do have one that's out already um, that talks about if you ever are going to go to a Christmas market in the future or a European Christmas market, what are the five like who, what, when, where, and why of the Christmas markets, um, things you should know before you go type article. And I'll link to that as well. Perfect. And that's all on our website at yes. punktravels.com. So, yeah. so we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we are excited to see you in a couple of weeks with a new episode. Yep. Talk to you then. Bye.